Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Life with Chris and Tatum. Hey, hey. We're back. We're glad you're listening today. So Chris and I are the pastors of Life Fellowship Church here in McKinney, Texas. And we always just like to say thank you to those of you who are sharing this on social media and helping us spread the word and just inviting your family and your friends um, to be a part of our Life Fellowship community. It means a lot to us, and we're honored that you would take some time to stop and listen to what we're going to share today. You know, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people yeah, we heard that, that are listening. recently, and that's like mind-blowing. Because I was thinking, man, is anybody listening? <laughs> Chris and I look at each other while we sit here and think like, are there four of you out there or maybe 14? But... So I just asked them, I said, hey, please pull this up there and just tell us, is anybody listening to this? <laughs> Because other than that, we're just having a conversation with ourselves. And they said, no, Pastor, there's actually hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I mean, all kinds and all kinds of different platforms that are listening and tuning in. And so yeah, thank that just you. means that you guys are sharing this with your family and friends and you're, you're finding this from, I don't know how, but a big welcome to you every single week. We got this incredible Life community. with Christian Tatum community, this family. It's awesome. And we're so we honored to be able to family. black, red, white, <laughs> blue. Yeah, I got all my... <laughs> we used to sing that at camp with yeah. our teenagers when we were youth pastors. Oh, yeah. It was like a chant. And now we're being awkward and singing it on the podcast. That's but super cool. Those, uh, no longer will there be hundreds and hundreds anymore. They're we just think, lost our followers. Okay. I'm just kidding. Hey, uh, last week was amazing. And really, the way that we closed that out, God really just spoke through you at the very end and... It was a it good was, week. Let's, it was just, it was awesome. So yeah. let's jump into this here today. Uh, we talked last week about life's most important leadership lessons and that every mm -hmm. one of us can become better as leaders. Mm -hmm. So there are some people that are just born with natural giftings as leaders, mm -hmm. but I think that we can yeah. all, all of us can become better leaders no matter who you are. And so I, we gave you, and we talked through these, and you can go back to last week if you missed that, but we talked about don't be a self-promoter. So, you know, promote Jesus, promote his word, um, and let and let God promote you. Mm -hmm. Let other people promote you. You don't promote yourself. And we live in a, a world right now of self-promotion through social media. So don't try to get ahead of God's character building on the inside of you by promoting yourself. Don't, don't, don't do it. Um, here's the second thing that we talked about is diligently serve other people. And uh you know, to be effective as a leader, you also have to be a good uh, servant of others. And Jesus modeled this perfectly mm -hmm. for us. He was constantly serving and caring for yeah, people. he was. And that's what makes a great leader and somebody that you want to follow. Like, I don't want to follow someone that has no heart, no no care. That I, I want somebody that is really like there to help serve and, and point other people. And so to a brighter future. Here's the third thing that we discussed, and that's resist the urge to talk too much. We just got to 
Yeah, just hold back. Zip that lip. God gave you two ears and one mouth for a purpose, for yep. a reason, so yep. that you can listen twice as much as you speak. And I gave you uh, one of the secrets. Um, I actually spelled it out for you, literally, uh, of how to become a better listener, which is a rare uh, art, art form. A rare art. No, yeah. it is. There's not a lot of listeners. You're great at that. Thank you. You're great at at, at listening. Uh, and then number four, we closed out last week with bring to completion all that you start. So anybody can start it. Yeah, it's how we finish. Let us finish well. We're going to be, and we, we. I want to give it again because it's so awesome. This is from God's little devotional book. Cons- this is what it says. Consider the postage stamp. Its usefulness consists in the ability to stick to one thing till it gets it mm. till it gets there. And so we we were goofing around talking about how we're going to be postage stamp leaders. We're going we're gonna to get her done, get her done. Okay, here's the fifth one. We're picking up. This is new, new content today. Number five, how, these are life lessons that every leader needs. Here's mm-hmm. the fifth one. Maintain a spirit of faith at all times. So I'm thinking of the verse that says um, that it's impossible to please God without, without faith. Actually, I'm saying it backwards. So without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, Hebrews uh, 11.6. So, man, how powerful um, faith is in every area of our lives. If we don't have faith, if we can't believe for something that's bigger and brighter and better than what we currently see, um, you know, then— Others won't won't want to follow that. <laughs> As Christians, we are called to be faithful, full of faith. Faithful to be like Christ means that we are filled with faith. So where does that faith come from? It's anchored in Jesus, of course. Faith, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it comes from the Bible. Yeah. You know, we have to know our Bible in order to have so we faith don't just in have, anything. We don't, we don't have just faith have, in faith. No. You have faith in what, what God's word says, and then you base your life on that, and that's yes, what you step out into. which is why we must know the word of God. So, yes, but anchoring our faith to, to every promise, everything that word has, God's word says is a faith that holds, is a faith that's firm. So I was, we were uh, at dinner last night with a precious couple in our church, mm-hmm. and I was telling the story, it was a year ago, about this time, we had uh, we had launched our our building campaign, and we were getting ready to break ground and all this stuff. And then COVID hit. Yep. And then we had to put it all on pause and stop. And so you guys remember last year around this time, everyone was we didn't know which way was up. It was the elections. Yeah. I mean, just everything was really everything, volatile. We, yeah. I mean, we thought everything. We thought the world was going to die. Well, not really. We didn't because we have faith, but. No, but everything was being communicated. That, it was a that negative Everything's falling apart. Season. Everything's yeah. falling apart. Everything. And I remember really feeling a sense from the Lord that yeah. we need to move forward on mm-hmm. building, like let's let's, let's raise let's, let's raise the it. money, mm-hmm. the the last little bit that we need to meet the uh, the, the goal that we had of two million dollars, and so we needed to raise four hundred thousand dollars. And so I remember how nervous I was. Now, you guys probably don't know that, but I got up. It was in October, I think is what it was, last year. 
And I got up on a Sunday and I said, hey, everybody, I got an important announcement to make. And that is we are going forward to build this building. Yeah. And I said it, like I knew what God told me to say. Yeah. And I, I, I stepped out, even though I was nervous. And I'll never forget the people, like people were roaring. Yeah, I mean, were. people were standing up, high-fiving each other, clapping. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is incredible. Yeah. And then just two months later, when it came time to raise the $400,000, we didn't get four hundred. We had like $700,000 yes. plus that came yes. in. And people are looking yeah. for leaders that will stand with the spirit yep. of faith. Yep. That will not back down from what you know God told you to do, from what you know God's word says. You can firmly stand on that in faith because of who he is. God has good things in store for you. And listen, you, you need to have great faith uh, about what's going to happen in your family, in your business, in your school, in uh in, Absolutely. In, in your health, God, God wants, he wants it to grow. In fact, listen to this. Anything that didn't grow, that doesn't grow, God curses. Jesus came to the fig tree one day and he was trying to get some, some uh, fruit off of it and it did not have any fruit. There was no growth on it, so he cursed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anything that doesn't grow, God God curses because God wants you to grow. He told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. God has put inside of every single one of us this ability, this desire yes, to, grow, to grow, to advance, to see greater things. And how does that happen? That happens when you have a spirit of faith that you just don't shrink back into medio- mediocrity, but you keep stepping out with God. And the thing is, the thing that challenged you last year God's going to bring something new to you this year because your faith has already been stretched to do that last thing. Yeah. And the only way that your faith increases is really when you're up against an obstacle that you know, this cannot happen. There's no way I can do what I think you're asking me to do. So I have to have faith. (laughs) So I, I really feel compelled to say this, that one of the most dangerous places to be at is in a spot where you don't need God. Amen. I feel like I am the the best leader of our of our church of of my life and 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 our family and all that when my back is up against the wall, where I can't just rest on my abilities, mm-hmm. but I have to rest on what God has spoken mm-hmm. to me, and I've got to step out trusting God. And so maybe you're right now, and you feel like your back is up against the wall. Mm-hmm. That's the best place to be because your dependency is no longer mm-hmm. in what you can create and by yourself. Yeah, it's now God moving because through you. When so you smile. are weak, yeah, then the Lord will make you strong. He'll make you strong. He's the, the miracles never come out of uh, seasons where huh, you, you have everything just was you need. Easy going, and not, we didn't need anything. And that's uh, not fun for me to say because yeah, I, know. I know, like in the back of my mind, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, okay, God likes to put me in situations. But I think he does that for all of us because no, all of, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's required in order for us to step out. Stepping out means I can't see what the next step is going to look like, but I'm going to trust in faith that you're not going to let me fall, Jesus, because I'm following you. And if I take a step and I can't see, I'm stepping with faith. I'm, that's what it. That's literally what it is. You're stepping in faith. And so God does the same. I bet many of you listening right now are saying, I'm in that spot where I have to have Jesus come through or everything's going to fall apart. Can I tell you and just remind you today, you're in a perfect spot because we serve a God of miracles. That is what He does. He does, he does miracles. And so if you need one, 
You're in a beautiful spot for God to display His great ability to meet your need. Everybody in the church has been saying this statement. I said in a message a couple, what you call a setback, oftentimes God yes. is using that as a, as a yes. setup. Yes, yes. So the fifth point is maintain a spirit of faith at all times. Yeah. So great leaders inspire other folks by pointing them to a brighter future, yeah. to a better day. To a faith And as believers... We don't have to fabricate something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. We have the word of God that we stand on, mm -hmm. and we can always point people to a better future. Uh, there's a, a story. I love telling it. There, there was a great missionary. Her name was Hulda Bontane, and yes. you've met Hulda. She went to be with the Lord this past year. Yeah, uh, Chris and I got she, to have she dinner with away. her and hang but out. But she built... Yep. Her and her husband built one of the greatest ministry outreaches in all of India, in Calcutta, which has been called the armpit of the world. And they feed, and they're still doing it, like 50,000 orphan children every single, mm -hmm. uh, every single day. They built a Bible college there. Hospitals, hospitals orphanages. Orphanages, mm -hmm. all this stuff. And so they were just entrenched in, in the work of God. So, and, and again, an older couple, from years ago, but we had a privilege of meeting her mm -hmm. many times, doing dinner with mm -hmm. her. And uh, she tells a story about her daughter when they had first gone to India back yeah. in like the 50s. Yeah, her daughter was a little girl. It was a little girl, and uh, they had no money in this place, none, because they're just starting this thing out in the armpit of the world. And and their 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 daughter got a little uh, magazine that had this picture of this. She got a Sears Christmas catalog. Yeah, and although it wasn't Christmas, it was kind of like an and old. And Sears past. is a store for those yeah, of you that are younger. Yeah, department store that kids used to look through at all the toys and yeah. try to pick out what they wanted. And her daughter had, I think, a missionary or someone had brought to them a catalog, and she would sit well, she and got, just look she through just got, this book. Yeah, she, and, and there was this little doll in there that she absolutely loved. And so she went to her mom and said, mm -hmm. I, can I have this doll for my birthday? Yeah. And her mom said, honey, they don't have dolls like that here in yeah. India. It was a Barbie doll with blonde hair. And you know, she described the dress to us was like a pink dress, and it had white polka dots on it. And her daughter was, of course, an American girl, but growing up around uh, Indian culture, and she wanted a doll that looked like her. And so she asked her mom, Mom's can I have this for my birthday? And, and she said, you can't find that here and we can't yeah, get we don't it. Know, I'm, I'm so sorry, but if you really want it, you can pray for it. Yeah. She said, okay. So she went and cut it out, the picture, yeah. had it in her room. And, and as I think she was like five or six, she yeah. was really little. And every night when they prayed at bedtime, her daughter would ask the Lord, God, but, can, I, can I have this doll, this Barbie doll, Jesus? Birthday. Can you get mm. give me this doll for my birthday? Yeah. Well, Incredible enough, about three months pass, and there was a business leader that was passing through Calcutta, reached out to the Buntains and said, hey, can can we do dinner? And so they sat down for dinner because uh, it was good to see some friends from America. Mm -hmm. And while doing dinner, this guy said, hey, when I was in America, I know your daughter here is you know in another country and all this. I picked her up a little gift. And he pulls out a little package gives it to the girl. She opens it up. It's the exact doll. It's her little blonde Barbie doll with the polka the, dot dress. The exact polka dot dress. Yeah. The answered prayers of a sweet little girl on the other side of the world who only Jesus. Listen, if, if God can do that for a little five-year-old girl, how much can he not do that for you? Amen. Maintain a spirit of faith at all He times. can do anything. 
Listen, history is full of gifted people who were overlooked by a, a procession of people until somebody believed in them. Albert Einstein, you ready for this? Albert Einstein was four years old before he could speak. Wow. And seven before he could read. I did not know that. Wow. Isaac Newton did poorly in grade school. Mm-hmm. A newspaper editor fired Walt Disney because, quote, you have no good ideas. <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't make his high school basketball team. No. <laughs> yeah. Listen, just because it's not working or because you're having difficulty. Yeah. Rise up, man of God. Rise up, woman of God. Your faith is in the Lord, and it's it's a sustaining faith that God will meet you. So don't feel bad if you got if you've been overlooked by something. Again, just join the club. History is full of gifted people who were overlooked by other people until somebody believed in them. Believed in them, and I'm going to tell you, I believe in you. God believes in you. Yeah. Come on, hold your head up high when when you walk into whatever sphere of influence you have today. Hold your head up high and walk tall. God's with you. Amen. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about the tired moms. This is kind of a funny thought, but I'm just going to share it. Hold on. Wait, does this have to do with this? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking about you because I can remember when, when those toddler years are like the longest decade of your life and they last for like five years, but they feel like 15. Somebody told us the other day, said, the toddler years feel like the longest time of they your do. life. But when your kids go to school, it's like, oh, they're yeah. done. From experience, we know that. But I'm just thinking of you right now, if you're listening and you have young babies and you're lacking sleep and you feel like you're losing your mind and you just need a shower and you would love a nap, but none of that seems to come easily these days. And how um, Chris was just encouraging you when you walk into a room. <laughs> And your toddlers are there. There's <laughs> destruction. Like your house is just wrecked because they're crazy. And our kids did the same thing. Um, hold your head up high and lead well. God has equipped you and he will help you. And you are going to get through this season, mama. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it gets easier. And you be you be faithful right now through these hard years, and you're raising godly kids, and yep. they're going to go far. You're going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. that's a different war zone than walking into a boardroom, and it is equally. Hallelujah. It's an equal call. It's a it's a higher calling, yeah. might I say, than a boardroom. It's a higher calling. Keep going, Mama. You're doing it. One what foot is the quote that we used for uh, Mother's Day? We said the, one of the greatest contributions that you that possibly make to that the kingdom you might make to the kingdom is not, is not something that you do, but, but someone you raise. You raise, yes. And it's the truth. It's the truth. So don't feel overlooked in your leadership because you are changed. You are literally raising world changers. You're forming and you're shaping them in every day and every hour of your of your focused attention, your love, and the discipline that you're bringing to shape them matters. Sure does. Man, it matters. Here's the sixth out of our, uh, the out of the eight, um, and that's this. Number six, respect people even if you can't always please them. Oh. Boy, this is like a forgotten, it feels like in these this this day and age, a forgotten. Uh, I'd even say respect people even if you don't agree. Amen. That's them. what I'm going to say. There's a there is a respect that can be given that can be based on a position someone has that they have your respect because of their 
I've said it from position, our position. You may not agree when, with their when when Trump was president and when Biden is president now. Great example. People, yeah, they have. Um, we we no longer respect the office of the president. Right now, people are constantly. Uh, we disrespecting, do, but yes, as a world. Yes, we are disrespecting the office of the president. And so, you know- It I'm, ought not I'm, be. I may not agree with somebody. I may, compl- and there's a lot of things that I disagreed with on Trump and a lot of things I've disagreed with on, on, on Biden. But just because I disagree doesn't mean I need to be disrespectful. All the amens. We need to honor that we position of authority because God has given- Yes. It says all authority is given by God. Has been placed there by God. Yeah. So even when they're making decisions yeah. that you're like, you're Man, agreeing where with the in the world a, are you coming yeah. from on that? I'm still going to honor the office. Yeah, it's true. It's important. I'm going to honor the office. Um, but anyways, that that's kind of a, a little bit of a side subject here because this uh, this statement that I, I wrote down is respect people even if you can't always please them. And so as a leader, there's going to be times that you're going to have to say no to people. And you can't please everybody. You can't always be the nice guy. You can't always do what everybody wants you to do. Yeah. But at the same time, you can still respect them. And there's a, there's a, there's a polite way and a kind way to... To, to carry to yourself. Disagree. And I think yeah. that's one of the qualities of a great leader, that they can agree to disagree and be kind and be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we have a difference of opinion, mm-hmm. that's fine. I tell people all the time, you have you have the right to your opinion, but not to your facts. <laughs> anyway. That's a playful yeah. play on uh, Hebrews 12, 14 <laughs> says, yeah, and that's fun. Hebrews 12, 14 says, pursue peace with all people and holiness. In other words, seek to bless other people, even if you can't say yes, even if you don't agree with them. Andrew Carnegie said, no one becomes rich unless he enriches others. It's the, it's the lost art of people's skills. Because if you disrespect people, all of a sudden you have disenfranchised. Uh, it, so, this is life with Christian Tatum. Can, can I just be very real with you? People have asked me, they said, hey, Chris, why don't you get political from your platform on Sundays? Well, first of all, uh, Jesus, they tried to drag him into political questions and he wouldn't, he wouldn't fall for the bait. Mm-hmm. He said, my job right now is to hear the Father and speak him and I'm gonna preach the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. Here's the reality. Half the people in this nation are Republican. The other half are Democrats. The minute... I stand for um, and start getting political, you disenfranchise half the people. Now, I'm going to stand for, for biblical truth. truths. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak out against abortion. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, we we I'm, will stand for truth. I'm going to yeah, stand but, for truth, but but siding with- With politics. And all these different things, I'm, it, it's just not me. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. And, um, and so, May we be known for what- you know, for what we believe based on the word of God and where our hope and our trust is, you know, that's what. Yeah. So I'm not using my platform on yeah. social media or whatever to promote a certain political um, party or what have you. Instead, I'm going to live my life in such a way that I, I promote Jesus. Because the truth is that 
after a season, all of the 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 tension and the 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 conversation and all that dissipates. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, I've disenfranchised myself from half the people that my main goal, my main job that I will give an account to for God yeah. someday is, did I lead them to Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Would they listen to the truth, and so, w- what you're called to share, yeah. if, now, if you wouldn't have said things that necessarily are not eternal. So I'm going to stand I mean? for truth. I'm, yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to preach, I'm going to preach God's word. So rep- respect people, even if you can't always please them. Here's the seventh one. The seventh one says, live a focused yet a balanced life. Okay. Balanced is big. Listen, if you're going to do this for the long haul, uh, you have to do both. You have to be focused and balanced. So focus means that I know exactly where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to know where you're going. You got to know what you're what you're after. Yeah. God's word says, write the vision and make it plain and put put the goals in front of you. You got to be focused. And the only reason why people fail is broken focus. Mm-hmm. So you have to be focused, but you've also got to live balanced, a balanced life. And we just finished up an entire three-part series here on Life with Christian Tatum talking about how do you live a balanced and disciplined life. But focus and balance is so vital. It says in Proverbs 17, 22, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. So be be focused, be determined, but be balanced on that. So in other words, go out and have some fun. You can't just be focused, focused, focused. Yeah. Work, work, work. Work, work, work. Yeah. You got to... My goodness. You got you to gotta put it down. You got to- Well, have you saw some Tex-Mex? <laughs> yes. That's what we did on our day off this yeah. week because we've been so focused on eating so well for like- A year. A, <laughs> I was about to say that. Mm-hmm. For, for a real, year. For like a year. And so, you know, we need a break every it once in a while. It was about two weeks ago, maybe three now. <laughs> I no, just but said- this week we were like, we are going to eat Mexican food and chips and salsa. It's been a long time since we and did, like, did that. This is fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have to have some balance. It cannot always be uh, saying no to food that tastes delicious, but it's not always healthy. So be focused. Anyway, be focused, be balanced. So like yeah. in our relationship, I would say that I am definitely the more focused one. Definitely? And, oh, hands down. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> That's so funny. No. <laughs> what I mean, listen. Are you self-promoting? <laughs> no, I am just stating the obvious. Like I am the disciplined. This is the focus. This is the goal. This really? is the drive. Yeah, this you is are the, sort of. I mean, I'm pretty. Focused. But you're the fun. <laughs> Without Tatum, we would have no fun. That's not true. No, it is. Um, so I'm like, okay, here's our retirement goal. We're going to pay off our house. We're going to do all and these I'm other like, things. Let's go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were just talking about going on vacation, not me. We're pretty balanced, but but we were also talking like <laughs> like we're going to get a little a tent. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's cheaper, get a tent and go We're backpack through Arkansas for like a, riding bikes. a week. Well, I, that's not kind of. I think fun. you would not like that after. But I think I might want to. We are really getting sidetracked here about living focused. Hey, and I balanced. said it. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Uh, it's okay to chase a rabbit. Make sure you kill it though, pretty quickly. Kill it. All right. Dead. Let's so, move on. Live a focused. I'm going to get in shape. Balanced. I'm going to be whatever. Have fun. But have fun. So go have some text messages sometimes. Uh, I'm going to be focused. I'm going to pay off my debt. Da, da, da. But then also yeah. go go 
catch a movie from time Reward to time. Reward yourself. And, and go, you know, yeah. go hit up a sale and get some, some new clothes or whatever, but live focused. That's true. We got to be focused. Michael be Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all times, without dispute, said this, I'm not out there sweating for three hours every day just to find out what it feels like to sweat. <laughs> and uh, so for me, I'm not in the ministry just to say that I'm in the ministry. I, I have a focus and my focus is souls. But balance means that I've got to be present. I've got to enjoy life. So we work hard, but you also got to relax and enjoy mm -hmm. life. So that when you come back, you're refreshed, you're recharged, you're rekindled, you're ready to go again. And this is something that I feel like if I pull back my mask, and I've talked about this before in our podcast, but if I pull back the mask, like this is a constant um, challenge for us as leaders. I'm speaking for both of us, I think, because we're the the desire for um for not for work, but the desire for ministry, the desire to give it our best, the desire for um, reaching the lost um, kind of feels in some ways like I can keep working after working hours because you're working for like, we're working for the Lord. <laughs> but that's what leads to us being burned out by not having the balance of focusing on what we have to do, the task at hand, but also being able to have fun and just put it down and say, I trust you, Lord, that all my efforts and my um, my time and the work that I'm putting into it, God, that you're going to bless that beyond what I can do in my own human strength and ability as I honor the Sabbath and mm -hmm. say, it's going to go further when I do what you tell me to do, Lord, than when I work seven days a week and don't take a break. So as we're like teaching this lesson to you, it's a great reminder for us as well. Yeah. So so go explore. Go have fun. How sad is it to look back over your life and to, and to miss out on all the opportunities that you could have gone and enjoyed? Mm -hmm. Yeah, making some memories. I'm focused. Well, great. I'm glad you hit your goal. Yeah. But did you have fun? Did you burn relationships on the way? So let me just say your... this for those of you that are leading other teams. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm glad you guys hit your you know your year end numbers and you you know you you, you crushed you know your your, your sales goals, goals yeah. and all that but did you bring your team along and did they have fun you know what what are don't don't just be focused be balanced have fun mm -hmm. so don't just be focused on we're, we're, i'm going to i'm going to train up my kids to to be incredible at all these different you know academic or whatever it is whatever goals Sports that they have or whatever goals yeah learn to pull pull away go get yourself a blizzard from DQ or something you yeah. know Go take them hiking or go camp out and just make memories. Have some fun along the way of this Cook journey of raising children and getting older and all of those fun things. Have fun. You know, this this seventh point that we just finished up here, it, it should have just been as leaders, <laughs> work, but have fun. Yeah. All right. Here's the last one, guys. And this one is so vitally important. And that's this, be led by the spirit in prayer. So great leaders, they have regular times uh, in prayer. And it's in those moments that we need to be asking God, Lord, where are, you, where are you leading me? What do you want me to do? And we've got to be keen and sensitive to God in every turn in life. And if we'll do that and be sensitive on our heads on swivel, mm -hmm. you're going to experience, uh, you're going to make the right decisions and experience 
overwhelming success in your life. It's true. It's true. Jeremiah 33, 3. I always say this is God's telephone number. He says, call to me, bring a ling, uh, ling, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So there's there's great and mighty hidden things that you don't know about your yeah, life or your yes. future, your business, your family, your whatever. But God does. Yeah. So and if, he's inviting us. He's calling us towards him. Come to me. Like, call out to me. Look to me. I want to show you what you can't see. I want to give you direction that you don't have. He's, he's asking us to ask him. See, you can't be a leader without knowing where you're going. And that's why you need to get with God, the one that knows everything about everything, mm-hmm. and ask him. He said, call unto me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty hidden things that you, that you, don't, that you don't know. And so, so because you're ahead of everybody else, uh, you've got to know where the destination is that you're going. I, I was yeah. coaching a pastor just yesterday, and I, and I told him, you know, there, John Maxwell talks about the law of navigation. If you've never read the book, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, mm-hmm. go read it. But the law of navigation, and I'm going to tie this back into this one and then we'll, we'll close. He gives a story about these two explorers that were in a race to get to the South Pole. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of them were incredible um, teams, pioneers like, yeah. of what they, what they wanted to do. Nobody had ever been to the South Pole. So they were racing to get there in Antarctica. And so they compiled their teams. One guy mapped everything out. He knew exactly where they were going. The other one basically had a bunch of hope, but didn't have the plan. The one that had, that had the plan and everything planned out, they got to the, the, the South Pole, amazing time, got back, only a few injuries along, along the way. The other team, almost all of the team died in the snow mm. uh, because of the cold. They, they encountered all kinds of problems. Things were not planned out correctly. Mm. Both of them had, both had the same goal. Both of them had the same opportunity, same equipment, same things that everybody has uh, w- available. were available yeah. in that day. One succeeded, one did not. Why? Because one was able to navigate correctly and the other one was not. And as leaders, you've got to navigate people uh, to a brighter future. It's your responsibility to navigate them. Yeah, it is. And if you don't have that that correct information, the right information, the best information, yeah. you're going to lead your teams. Or your families. Or, or your life or whatever astray. Yeah. That's why you need to, to, to be led by the Spirit in prayer. Yeah. You need to get the, the right information. It starts with connecting in with Him and letting Him speak to you. And then you compile that other stuff and point people and lead them Lead them well. To the bright future that God has mm-hmm. for them. And I know that you're going to do it. And so today, look at those whom you're, that are in your sphere of influence. And they're around you. I know that sometimes people look at me, well, yeah, you're a leader of leaders. Yeah, but you are a leader of other people. Absolutely. You are. You. You. You listening to me. Absolutely. I need you to start believing that, you're, that you have a sphere of influence. You can make an impact. So lead people well. Hold your head up high. Have some fun. Even in the middle of your focus, respect people, even if you can't always please them. And then lastly, maintain a spirit of faith. Don't let obstacles hold you back. Because you have have the God on the inside of you that can do exceedingly, abundantly, and more than you could ever dream possible. Amen. This was fun. That's a good word. Woohoo!
Hey, everybody. We had so much fun today. I cannot wait to talk with you next week. We're going to talk about... You know what we're, we're dealing with, Tatum? I don't. <laughs> I'm going to talk with you, but I don't know what it is. We're going to talk about stress. Oh, <laughs> I know a little bit about stress. We're going to talk about stress. Don't we all? We're, yeah. I'm going to give you, well, you guys just come back next week. It's going to be really, really uh, an in-depth conversation. All right. So you guys have a great, great rest of your week. We love you. God love bless. Love you. Bye-bye.